Good morning, and welcome to the Dance to Learn podcast with your host, Jessica Strong. The Dance to Learn podcast is the place for dance educators and studio owners to get the best dance teacher resources, tips, and advice to help you dance, learn, and grow right along with your students. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, dance teachers, and happy Wednesday. Welcome to the first official episode of season five of the Dance to Learn podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Strong, and I'm the creative director and owner of Dance to Learn. Today's episode is a continuation of the Teaching the Dance Concept series here on the podcast. Now, if you're new here, Dance to Learn is a preschool dance curriculum that follows themes and dance concepts designed for the whole child. Utilizing themes and concepts allows me to organize my classes to ensure that they are focused and structured and based on learning. Now, I've linked my previous episodes dedicated to the Teaching the Dance Concepts topic in today's podcast description. This way you can go back and take a listen in case you've missed any of the previous episodes. Now in the Dance to Learn program, my dancers learn 14 dance concepts throughout their Dance to Learn journey. And those concepts include concepts such as space, tempo, size, levels, directions, pathways, positional concepts, body shapes, anatomy, weight, energy, relationships, patterns, and sequencing. Now in today's episode, I wanna talk about teaching the dance concept of relationships. We study relational concepts in dance to build social and interactive development among our dancers. Now, as dancers, we need to learn how to dance by ourselves, but we also need to learn how to dance with partners or in groups. Relationships can explore tactile concepts, things like how we appropriately touch others when dancing. I'm sure you've had the dancers who complain that someone is holding their hand too tight or not tight enough. Beginning our relationship exploration through tactile activities is important. From there, we can explore more advanced relationships, such as dancing facing a partner versus dancing side by side. We can also dance back to back. We can dance in groups in a circle, or we can dance in groups by connecting in a long line like a choo-choo train. Learning how to dance cooperatively with others so everyone is safe in partner and group movements is going to build our social and emotional skills as well. Relationship concepts can also help with spatial development and awareness as we learn concepts such as dancing near or far from others. Now I'm excited to be covering this topic this first week of February because Valentine's Day is coming up very soon and we explore the concept of relationships in several fun and creative ways in our program. So to begin, let's talk about the different elements within the concept of relationships. So the first element is how we can dance with a partner or a group of people. A staple in almost every preschool dance class and choreographed piece is a chasse circle. This is where dancers hold hands and perform a quick sideways gallop in a circle, 
almost like ring around the rosy style. Now, as a dance teacher, this appears to be a simple concept. We hold hands, we go in one direction in a circle, and the kids have fun. However, if you've ever taught this to a group of preschoolers, then you'll know that they tend to have their own idea of what should happen when performing this exercise. You always have the kids who wanna go faster than everyone else, almost dragging the dancer next to them in the process. Then you may have the little one who holds hands too tight, and this makes another dancer complain. Then you also have the dancer who doesn't hold on tight enough, and then the circle breaks. Then there's always that dancer who wants to fall down because they think it's fun, and this sort of causes a domino effect. Next thing you know, everybody fell down. Lastly, the pulling of hands, making the circle either collapse inwards or they pull too far away, which causes the circle to break. So needless to say, a lot can go wrong in teaching this very common dance activity. Now, a big reason these things happen is because our preschoolers haven't been taught a simple relational concept, and that is tactile touch, otherwise known as how to appropriately touch others when dancing in a group or with a partner. So the first element we should explore in the concept of relationships is touching others appropriately. Since it's February, I will share one of my favorite activities. It's called Building a Friendship Garden. And I do this at the start of our class during our brain dance warmups when we explore breath and tactile touch. So first, I partner my dancers up. One dancer lays on the floor in child's pose. That dancer is a tiny seed. The other dancer is the gardener and is going to grow their seed using tactile touch. The first thing the gardener does is bury the seed in the dirt. And for this, we use gentle pats. We pat on the seeds on the head, on the shoulders, and on their back to bury them deep in the dirt. Next, it's time to water the seed. And this time we use soft tickle fingers, tickling up and down the dancer's spine. And lastly, we shine the sun on the seed using some nice warm rubs up and down the dancer's backs and arms. Now it's time for the flower to grow, so the farmer is going to help the flower. They're gonna hold hands facing each other, and they're gonna help the seed grow a baby leaf, known as a coupe, and then a big leaf, known as a posse. Now the goal is for the gardener to help the seed balance for at least three seconds. Since the farmer has to have sturdy legs and a strong yet gentle hold to help the seed balance, then they let go of hands and the seeds put their flower petals on, or their arms in high fifth. Now the goal of the exercise is to learn how to touch others respectfully and also how to work collaboratively with a partner. Every now and again, a dancer may be too excited and they'll pull or tug, causing their partner to fall down. This is the perfect time to discuss teamwork or being helpful and how to work together to help each other balance. The next element within the dance concept of relationships is dancer facings. The ones that we explore in my program is dancing facing each other, dancing back to back, or dancing side by side. Now, it's important to learn these relationships as there will be several times in a choreographed dance when a dancer may need to know how to dance with a partner or even in a small group. This is where learning where to face is going to be important. Now we can explore these relationships both partnered 
by holding hands or independently with maybe our hands on our hips. Now, one of my favorite ways to teach dancer facings is with my Valentine conversation hearts. These are inspired by the conversation heart candies. I have about 10 hearts with different phrases to explore different partnered facings. One example could be, let's face your partner and perform an arabesque. Now this could be performed facing each other, holding hands and working collaboratively to help each other balance, or it could be performed independently, standing on our own, but the key is we wanna try to outbalance our partner. It's amazing to see how much longer your dancers can balance when you turn it into a friendly competition. The next one could be stand back to back and perform a batma devant. This could be performed with elbows linked or with their hands on their hips. This is also a great way to teach proper posture in a batma. If the dancer arches their back, they may accidentally knock their partner down. And the last example is a skip holding hands side by side. Now this again could be performed holding hands or you could explore some more advanced handholds such as a crossed handhold or something that you would see in the Four Little Swans variation. Now as a reminder, when holding hands, you'll wanna talk about teamwork and how we should help our partner by being strong and sturdy, not loose noodles when dancing. <laughs> my dancers love my loose noodle interpretation though. You also wanna talk about having a tight grip, but not one that hurts our friend's hands. The next element in studying the concept of relationships is dancer groupings. We can dance in a line versus dancing in a circle. Let's talk about dancing in a line first. There's two different ways we can dance in a line. One would be the common way that we see most preschoolers perform a dance on a stage in a long line that stretches across the stage facing the audience. They're standing side by side. The second way can be a line in a choo-choo train where they hold onto the shoulders or the hips of the dancer in front of them. In the first way, the dancers usually perform with their hands on their hips and their smiles on their lips, and they may not hold any of the hands of other dancers that are dancing around them. However, this doesn't mean that you can't practice dancing in a big, long line and hold hands at the same time. The second type of line we explore would be a follow the leader type line. I love turning this type of line into a choo-choo train line. Making a choo-choo train in tap is the most fun because we get on the tap dance express. We perform heel steps, fall heels, or heel stumps all over our dance room. I usually have dancers hold on to the shoulders of the dancer in front of them unless they are shorter and then they hold on to their hips. Now you may hear complaints from dancers. Somebody might be holding onto their shoulders too tight or they might even be accidentally pulling their hair, etc. So it's always a good idea to explore the just the right tactile touch on their shoulders before starting. The next facing I wanna talk about is dancing in a circle. Now in my classes, the first half of my class is performed dancing in a circle. We start in our learner's circle where we perform our brain dance warmups, and we stay in this circle for our standing warmups where we explore our concept. One thing in our learner's circle that we may perform is a traveling movement, and we do this follow the leader style. We may march, tiptoe, or kick 
around the circle. Now to make sure everyone travels the same direction, I will let them know who they're going to be following in the circle. I also want to make sure they don't crunch the circle. So I put poly dots on the floor and I tell them that their feet need to touch every dot in the circle. This helps keep the circle big without collapsing in the center. Now when it comes to holding hands in a circle, we again want to work on the appropriate tactile touch and not pushing or pulling with our arms. One thing that has helped tremendously is introducing props for the dancers to hold onto first. One prop that is great to teach circle dancing is the parachute. It's a big circular object, so it helps us maintain our circle shape as we dance. Also, each dancer can hold a handle to learn just the right grip that they need to keep the parachute in their hands. This is also a really great way to promote active listening as they will need to listen to the music or Miss Jessica on how to shake the parachute. We can also explore those elements of near and far as we collapse the parachute in the middle and then expand it as we move far away. This will help our dancers learn when they are pulling too hard in the circle because they will either lose their grip on the parachute and they will fall, or they're gonna be pulling the other dancers on the other side of the parachute. So after they've mastered proper grip with the parachute, we move on to the stretchy band. And the stretchy band is fun because we can play with it and we can change our directions because we can get inside of the stretchy band and face out, so we are back to back. Now, like the parachute, the dancers will learn how to control their desire to push or pull on the stretchy band, which will help them learn how to be better partners when dancing in a circle. And the last element of the concept of relationships is learning about near and far. Using the parachute and stretchy band to explore these concepts is a really great way to start because again, they can be collapsed in the center as we move near each other and expanded as we dance far away. Another great tip comes from Andrea Trench of Discover Dance. She uses a campfire prop, which we, she places in the center of her dance room. And she tells her dancers that they get too close, they're gonna be too hot, but if they're too far away, they will be too cold. Teaching the dance concept of relationships can't be complete without a playlist that explores all the elements within the concept. Now I've shared a link in today's podcast description to our Spotify playlist, which is complete with songs to help you teach the concept of relationships, whether you are making a circle, a line, a choo-choo train, or learning how to appropriately hold hands or touch our friends. Now there is a song that's not on the list and it's a song that I use to help my dancers learn how to hold hands. And it's to the tune, the more we are together. It goes like this. Stand in a circle, holding hands, and sing. This is how we hold hands, we hold hands, we hold hands. This is how we hold hands when dancing with friends. Now we're gonna start doing it the wrong way. We never ever squeeze hands, squeeze hands, squeeze hands. We never ever squeeze hands when dancing with friends. We never pull or tug pull or tug. We never pull or tug when dancing with friends. We never ever fall down, fall down, fall down. We never ever fall down when dancing with friends. Now stand back up and hold hands again. 
Let's sing and hold hands the right way. This is how we hold hands, hold hands, hold hands. This is how we hold hands when dancing with friends. Thanks so much for joining me today. Be sure to check out today's podcast description for links to the props and playlists mentioned in today's episode. Happy dancing. Bye. The Dance to Learn podcast airs every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Mountain Time on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. Leave a five-star review of the podcast and your review may be read on air for your chance to receive a $10 Amazon gift card. To be a guest on the podcast or for advertising inquiries, please email info at dancetolearn.co. Happy dancing!